0: Welcome to the Pool Guy podcast show. This week I'm going to talk about the Santa Ana wind that we've been having here in Southern California and the recent fires in Ventura County that are actually still burning as I'm recording this podcast. I believe the containment hasn't been achieved yet. And I'm going to go over some of the steps you're going to take to clean your pool when you have a severe windstorm like Santa Ana winds. And I'm going to primarily focus on the service professional and the steps you're going to take also to get the pools cleaned up. So this week's podcast is brought to you by InyoPools.com. InyoPools has been helping pool owners find the right pool parts since 2001. With over 50,000 pool parts in stock, order online today and have your parts delivered right to your door. And if you own a pool and you have a pool service company that takes care of your pool and the pool's been destroyed by the Santa Ana winds, it's one of the things that you have to understand that this is a process that takes sometimes two to three weeks to clean up. And... You just have to lower your expectations about having your pool 100% after one visit and just be understanding that the time that it requires to get a pool back in shape after it gets hit like this is not part of the regular service that you hire the pool service company to do. The sand and the winds are more like an act of God, especially if they get the winds get 70 miles an hour, 60 or 70 miles an hour, and they're sustained for a long period of time, the pool is just going to be pretty much destroyed. So I hope that you'll be understanding that the pool service professional has, you know, 14 to 18 accounts that day. And with the winter hours, the sun going down at 5 p.m., there's no way he can get through his whole day if he spends an hour at your pool. So just be more understanding that the pool is not going to be looking good for a week or two. So it's just unrealistic to expect the pool service company to spend an hour, hour and a half at your pool to get it back in shape. It's just not something that we can do. After the winds hit, that are really severe, like in this case. So in recent weeks, the last week and a half or so, we've been having really bad windstorms here in California, and the pools are really uh, pretty much destroyed in every county, Orange County, L.A. County, San Bernardino County. And uh, just the sheer amount of debris that's generated from these windstorms will just take your breath away when you walk back there and see the pools. So I'm going to go over some of the steps to take to clean a pool after a major windstorm. And if you're a pool service professional, um, you have to let the customers know that this is going to be a three-week, maybe even a four-week process to get the pool back in shape. Uh, With all the accounts that you have, you can't spend more than 30 minutes at each service account. So keep that in mind that you want to set a timer for yourself for 30 minutes per account. So with this rule in place, you're going to be skimming the surface of the pool first to get all the debris off the surface and get the pool up and running again that's your main goal on the first stop you make at a pool that's been hit by a windstorm and even half an hour skimming may not be enough in some cases to get all debris off the surface so you want to spend as much time as you can you want to balance it out maybe you have a pool that doesn't need quite as much time uh, to do the skimming and you can add a couple minutes five minutes to the pool that you're at currently to skim it off your main goal the first visit is to get the pool running so you want to make sure that there's not any debris on the surface so that you can at least get the skimmer running. So if you can't even get anything done on the bottom, don't worry about that To the following week. Just make sure that the chlorine level is at 3 parts per million or higher. That way you're not going to have any problems. And usually these windstorms in California hit in the wintertime. So from October through March, So the water temperature is cold anyway. So there's really not much that's going to grow in this water. And unless it's a really, really bad windstorm the chemicals aren't going to be really zeroed out with the cold water so i wouldn't be too concerned about the chemistry at this point i would just be concerned about getting the system up and running so that's the first step getting the system up and running every customer on my pool route has a leaf rake at their house so what i like to do is sometimes if the customer is able to i know if they're elderly or if they're working they're not able to help you but if in the first week when the windstorm hits if the customer can go out there and skim the surface of the pool That would help tremendously and allow you to focus on the bottom of the pool. But if the customer is not able to help, the first stop should be just skimming the surface of the pool and not to worry about anything else but getting everything up and running. So the following week when you get there, you're going to focus on the bottom of the pool and you're going to get all the leaf debris off the bottom. I wouldn't worry about the dirt or the ash yet. And if you're at a fire area, the ash is a big problem. I've had two big fires in my service area over the last five years. About five years ago was a big fire in the Altadena area, and all the pools in the surrounding areas got ash in them. And then three years ago in Glendora, all the pools that I service over there were full of ash after the fire was put out. In fact, the fire burned right up to some of the houses right in the backyard. In fact, one of my customers, his tractor got burned up and he lost That, but the insurance replaced it. So uh, his property was saved, but a lot of the outlying buildings and his uh, vehicles were destroyed in that fire. So I'm familiar with the ash cleanup, and I'll go over that also um, in this podcast. Let me just go back to the debris in the pool. So, in the second week, you want to get all the debris off the bottom. Now, if you're just going to skim it off with a leaf rake, it's going to take you a long time to get all that debris off the bottom. So, I highly recommend that you invest in a vacuum system either the power vac riptide or hammerhead vacuum system are great ways to just get all that debris out the bottom very rapidly and it's not going to get the fine dirt or the ash off the bottom it'll it'll pretty much cloud up the pool at that point but you're going to get all the leaf debris out the bottom rapidly now if you don't have the resources to invest in a vacuum system uh, the next next best thing is a leaf master or al- also referred to as a leaf bagger or leaf vac The one that I use on my pull route is the Blue Devil b Five One One Five Pro Leaf Bagger, and I did a video on this recently, it's a black leaf bagger, and it's got a shut off valve right at the leaf bagger itself, and what this device does is it uses the garden hose, and I recommend using an expandable garden hose, that way it floats on the surface. What this does is that it uses the water pressure, and jets of water will shoot all the debris into the bag on top of the leaf bagger. So it's a very really effective way to get large debris off the bottom very rapidly. At the minimal you want to use the leaf bagger to get the large debris off the bottom. is a lot quicker than skimming it with the leaf rake in most cases. If the debris is really large, like branches and tree, uh, big chunks of trees, then of course use a leaf rake first and then uh, use the vacuum system or the leaf bagger to get everything off of the bottom. I don't use my leaf bagger that much anymore since I have the uh, vacuum systems. I have the PowerVac, I also have the Riptide, and I really I recommend investing in one of these systems, especially if you work in an area where you get a lot of winds. The Santa Ana winds here in California are really bad this year, and you really appreciate the vacuum system once you use it. If you've never used one before, once you start to use one to clean up a pool that's been hit by the winds, You'll never regret investing the money in the system. It's that good. So on the third week, when you get to the pool, now if there's an automatic cleaner, I should go back a little bit. After the first week, you want to turn off the automatic cleaner if you can't get anything off the bottom. So just have everything on the skimmer. So turn off the side port or disconnect the pool vacuum from the skimmer and put the basket in there. You just want the surface water skimmed at this point. And if you leave the cleaner on, it's going to get clogged up from the debris on the bottom. So I backtrack a little bit there to talk about the cleaners. But, but the third week, you want to really fine-tune the cleaning. You shouldn't have any large leaf debris back on the bottom. It should be just small debris. And then you just want to manually vacuum the pool at this point with your manual vacuum hose connected to the pool filter. I would recommend a portable filtration system also if you can afford to invest in that. And Advantage Manufacturing makes really good two really good systems. They make the PortaVac and they also make the mini-vac too. And these are cartridge filters on a dolly, basically, with a pump and motor, and all the all the water that you pull out of the pool will go through this cartridge filter and back into the pool, or you can vacuum the waste with these particular portable filtration systems. At the least, you can make yourself a portable pump. You just need a one horsepower. I use the Hayward above-ground pool pump, and it comes with a plug array, so you just plug it into an outlet, And with this, you just pump the water out of the pool. uh, Pump it off to an area with another hose. And these are really effective also. I have one of these in my garage that I carry and I use often. And this is a great way to get the pool, all the dirt off the bottom of the pool without using the customer's filtration system. And I have a couple of videos on the portable pump that I made. It's about a $200 investment basically for the portable pump. You buy the pump, then you need to get a check valve for the front and then you need the vacuum fittings. And I'll have these videos um, in the YouTube version of this podcast listed there. So you can refer to the videos for the portable pump, and it's very easy to make. You can get it at your supply place, or you can order it online. And it just takes about 10 minutes, 15 minutes to build it and have it ready to go. And you'll just need another vacuum hose to vacuum all the uh, stuff, the waste. And if you also have the links for the Advantage portable pumps in the YouTube version, you want to invest in a portable pump. If you do call them, mention that you do pool service, and they will sell the portable system to you wholesale. In most cases, so that's a little insight tip there on the um, portable filtration systems from Advantage. They do have wholesale pricing for pool service professionals. So again, the third week you're going to be spending time cleaning the bottom. Now the ash is a particular problem for the filtration system, and my. What happened here in Glendora when the pools got hit by the fire and the ash is that I had to replace the filter elements and most of the filters in the area. The cartridge filters especially, I just replaced the cartridges. I just took them, clean, took them out after I had the pool cleaned and put new cartridges in because the ash pretty much ruined uh, the cartridge filters. The filters are a little bit better. The, grids, the DE will protect the grids better. But for a cartridge filter, when there's ash everywhere, you're gonna have to replace that cartridge because it's not gonna filter the same way after everything's recovered. So keep that in mind as far as the ash and how it can ruin that filter. Ash with a sand filter is a very difficult thing because the sand filter is already not very effective in filtering the pool. And then when you're vacuuming out ash, um, you must vacuum out the waste mode to get that ash out of there, and you're going to find that the pool is going to take a long time to recover with a sand filter when ash is involved. It's going to be cloudy, and even after vacuuming the first time the waste, there's going to be more ash settling down on the bottom of the pool. So keep that in mind with the sand filter. So the best is a D filter. That can hold a lot of the ash, and then you just backwash it or take it apart and clean it. So in some cases, you can do this vacuum with the pool filtration system, depending on the filter type. Again, the cartridge filter is probably the worst with the ash because it gets clogged up quickly and gets ruined. And the sand filter is very inefficient anyway to begin with. And so you figure you want to get some kind of portable pump to pump all that ash and dirt out of the bottom. It makes things a lot easier and it's going to save you more time. You don't have to take the filter apart and clean it because you're going to pump all that out to waste and you don't have to worry about it. Now if you have a filter with a backwash valve, the waste mode, you can definitely vacuum out with that. But here in California, that's not very common. I think on my pool route, I have a couple of D filters with the multi-port valve with the waste mode on it. And the majority of them, 95, 90% of them just have the standard push-pull backwash valve or their cartridge filters and they don't have the waste mode. That's why I recommend the portable pump or the Advantage Portable Filtration System to get all that dirt off the bottom of the pool without using the filtration system. So, you know, you have to explain to the customer that this is going to be a two- to three-week process. Uh, Back in 2012, when we had the giant windstorm that hit here, uh, the winds were clocked at 90 miles an hour in some places. So pretty much everything was destroyed. And to top it off, it rained right after that for a whole week. In this case, this year, we're not going to have that problem. There's no rain forecast at all. It's just going to be windy for the next week or so. So, you know, it's going to take a while to clean up, and the customers have to be understanding. If the customer wants to pay you for a special cleanup, a lot of times, unfortunately, you won't even have the time to do a special cleanup in most cases because you're busy cleaning the other pools. So, But if they are willing to pay, if they need it cleaned up quickly for some kind of event, then you definitely can charge them the hourly rate you charge um, to clean that up, but if you have the right tools, if you have a pool vacuum system like the Power Vac or the Riptide or the Hammerhead, you really can clean it up pretty rapidly without having to worry about it. And if you don't have that system again, a Leaf Master, Leaf Bagger is a great way to get that debris off the bottom in a rapid fashion. And you're just going to have to deal with the fact that the pools are going to look pretty poorly. Uh, for two or three weeks while you're trying to clean them up and you can't really do much you can't do everything in one stop you're going to kill yourself if you try to skim the top clean the bottom and get all the dirt out in the same stop and you'll be spending an hour hour and a half per pool and there's no way you're going to be able to finish your day and it's really not what you're hired to do you're hired to do pool maintenance um to you know balance the pool water to keep the chemistry in range and to keep the pool clean And a wind, like the Santa Ana winds is a special circumstance, and you just really can't be spending an hour, hour and a half per pool getting back into shape. It's just not realistic. You just got to look at it like if you take your car to an auto shop, they get fixed. You know, they get an oil change, so you charge you $30 because it takes them 15, 20 minutes. But if you're going to do the brakes, looking at $200. If you're going to do something more intensive like a timing chain, you know, eight-hour job, you're going to pay for that labor. So it's kind of the same with the service industry. Even with a plumber, if someone comes to your house and clogs a drain and they're there for three hours, you're not expected to pay $99 for the service call. You're going to pay him for his time. And that's how it is with pool service. Even though you're on a monthly contracted uh, service, uh, something like this is not definitely not uh, part of the service. And you might want to have that in writing in the contract when you have a service agreement with your customers, letting them know that a hurricane or the Santa Ana winds or a fire, or some kind of act of nature is not going to be covered in the regular service, and the time you spend there is not covered also. So you figure 30 minutes per stop, if you have uh, 12, 14 pools a day, you can get through your whole day at that rate. If you don't limit yourself to that, you're never going to get done, and you're going to be just spending your time out there, uh, spinning your wheels basically. So I hope that helps you when you're dealing with these pools that have been hit by the wind and fires. And the ash is definitely a problem because it just makes the pools look even worse when when they're covered in ash and leaves and debris. And I went through that twice in my area, so I know what it's like to deal with that. Um, It just makes a big mess. And you know, the customers, again, have to be understanding that this is not something that's normally part of your service and you can't do nothing about it. It's just something that happens out there and it's unpredictable. Now, if you're a homeowner and you're unable to clean your pool up after a windstorm like this, or if the ash gets in your pool and you really can't clean it out, you've got to definitely call a pool service professional over to clean it out for you, and they're going to charge you for their time for the service. And again, if you call the right person, they're going to have the right equipment to clean the pool up and get everything back in shape for you. So don't hesitate to call in a professional. You know, if your drain's clogged up and you can't get it unplugged, you definitely call a plumber. Same thing with your pool. If it's destroyed by the wind and the ash you want to call professional in there to clean it up for you and there's nothing wrong with that at all and i recommend doing that in most cases because cleaning the pool after this it does take some professional uh, care and training to do it quickly and, and effectively and you know as a homeowner it may be even better just to pay someone to do it instead of going out there and spending all that time because time is money it's a lot of work to clean up a pool that's been destroyed by the winds. We know firsthand that those that do this for a living. So I hope you found these these tips helpful if you're a pool service professional. Again, explain to your customers that it's a two to three week process. Uh, when the windstorms hit here in 2012, it was actually a four week process because it was just really, really bad. A couple of pools had to actually be drained. They were that bad. So let everyone know that it's not something that you can do in one week You're know, at Hercules. And, you're not going to do a miracle in the backyard. So, I hope um, that you aren't experiencing too much problems with the wind. That if you're listening to this podcast anywhere but Southern California, um, this will help prepare you for the winds in your area when they do hit or hurricane. But here in California, you know, we're really suffering through these winds this year. It's really bad. It's like another drought hitting us, and the winds are just picking up and just destroying all the pools. And if you need more help, you can go to my website. And you can get my ebook. My ebook's is available on my website. You'll find the link in the YouTube version of this podcast. And go to my w- website swimmingpoollearning.com. And the ebook is for sale for $9.99. And I go over aspects of chemistry, the pool cleaning tools, the reviews of cleaners. Just about everything is in this ebook. If you need one-on-one help and you're a pool service professional, you can join me on Patreon at the $10 level. You can send me a text message and get help real time. Or for $20, you can call me or text me in real time to get help with the problem you're having in an account you're servicing. Also at those levels, it entitles you to a discount on your liability insurance. So it definitely is worth joining me on Patreon if you're starting out in a business or if you need extra help. You get that liability insurance discount. You also get a 10% discount off the Riptide vacuum system. And this will save you a lot of money if you decide to order that particular vacuum system. And you get a link to join me in a group me chat. And this is a group with about 45 pool guys and gals in there. And you can post questions directly to us in the Group Me app and we'll give you answers. And it's very helpful when you're out in the field and you run into a problem that's kind of odd. Post it on the Group Me app and my Patreon group, and you'll get an answer within a minute or two from at least two or three of us out there uh, to help you with that problem. So thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool guy Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah. Real quick, if you're not using Pool Service Software, try Skimmer Free for 30 days at GetSkimmer backslash PoolGuy. Again, that's GetSkimmer backslash PoolGuy. Skimmer. Everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.